Happy Tuesday. Hello, everyone. It's the 10th of May, 2022. It is the 10th of May. It is. And it's Tuesday. <laughs> it is Tuesday. Yes, it's just later on Tuesday than we normally record a podcast. If we'd waited a little longer, it would have been Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we would have had to say happy Wednesday, that's yeah. for sure. We didn't, but we don't have to say that. Yeah, we don't. It's Tuesday. It is still Tuesday. We're a little... You know, arriving precisely when we mean to. That's right. Because uh, we have we have been in recovery from COVID uh, for the past days, and uh, so we weren't. We knew we had things in our heart, but we just weren't sure we could pull it together. Um, but then, kind of as we went through the day, we felt it it coming. So here we are. We're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, so we're gonna. We're just going to be a little loopy, but that's okay. Yeah. It's our first time to really pull thoughts together. Well, I did that earlier and realized I needed a stronger thread. Right. Yes. <laughs> but it's okay. And and I think my tongue will work fine. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. Um, well, we're definitely feeling the spirit um, wooing the bride right now. And um, it seems very clear that our God wants us, and He wants all of us. And when I hear that beat from the heart of the one that we love so much, it's impossible not to respond. And I think what we know is, is that you know the world. The world's gone crazy. I don't know what that word was that our daughter uses, but oh, yeah, it's it's fallen apart. Right. Yeah. It feels like the world's fallen apart, and you know maybe it is, maybe it is a little, but you know throughout it, we know that there's going to be a, a, an attempt to draw our hearts away from God. But the sound that we hear so loud right now is is this desire for us, a desire for our presence, a desire for us to remain and to be face-to-face with the one who is love, a desire for us to be faithful and true to the covenant that we chose, just as our King is faithful and true to us. And I think that we'll find that... um, that we have a lot of moments in each day. And and maybe as we are maturing as sons and daughters of God, maybe one of the things that that the light of His presence is revealing more now than ever are what do we choose with those moments that we have? And um, do we choose to be distracted Do we allow ourselves to be distracted? Or do we choose to be in the presence of the one who loves us so much? We've been uh, talking a lot these last few days about testimonies. Mm -hmm. And my goodness, don't we have just a (laughs) never-ending supply? We, We have this overwhelming waterfall of of testimonies. We have so many examples of the goodness of God and how God is taking care of us, how God has taken care of us, and how we know 
God is going to take care of us. And and do we not just fall more and more in love with God when we see the character of the one who holds on to us, that loves us no matter what, forgives us when we fall, picks us up, remembers our sins no more, that this God just wants to be with us. And, um, and you know, I know all of us have in our hearts a harvest, a harvest that's bountiful. And to have that harvest, we're not just stewarding the seeds that he sowed, but we're receiving the seed that we get to sow. And we want to be sowers of that seed. And I do not want to be a sower of weed. And so, um, I just feel like there is, and this is something you and I have really been talking about these last few days, is there's just a real call to the people of God to choose um, whatever our expression of worship is in these moments, whether it's washing dishes, whether it's um, dancing, whether it's just sitting in the presence of Elohim and being present, present in the presence. And, um, And when we do, we know that in our worship, in our celebration of the goodness of God, in our recounting of the testimonies, that when we're pouring out that exhale of all the great things that God has done, that God is actually pouring back to us seed, and that we have that seed now that we can bring the harvest that is so precious to us all. And uh, I feel a real encouragement to give God everything and to go through our lives and find anything, anything that would be a door that would allow in selfishness, any idols, anything that would take us from the presence of the one who loves us and the one that we love. And setting aside those things because there's nothing more precious to our hearts than to be with God, to be in the presence of the one. And uh, our hope is that each of us finds something to respond to in that that in the light of the presence of God, we see what we can do to draw near, to be closer, to receive every single seed that God has, that we can can be the people of love we were created to be. We can be resurrected every day. We can sow the seed that produces the harvest that that gives fruit to many so that they can eat fruit that's full of seed and they get seed too so that we can rescue many people who need to be rescued. So yeah, I guess my heart just beats today for that return, for that choice of remaining and that choice of um, growing into the, the next day that God has for each of us in the journey of a bride that matures so the Spirit can 
can say to us, come, and then we can say with the Spirit, come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've so appreciated these conversations over the past days, especially as we're, we remain in the counting of the Omer right now. We're still in that time of just, just the remembrance of who He is, who He's always been, who He will not stop being to us as our true reality, you know, our true north, our actual reality, and all the other places we have a choice to be, and whether that's escaping, whether that's, um, you know, sometimes our false versions of rest, that kind of thing, that He gets to be our reality, like just who He is. And um, we, you know, we we had a, a weekend that was you know, a little different than we would have expected. I fell ill very suddenly at towards the, um, well, yeah, towards the end of the week last week. And um, at the same time, it's raining and raining and raining. And there's a, an awareness that they're going to need to release the pressure from the levee. So the water release is going to happen. And you know, really in a place of not being able to to do anything but be present with Him and, and ask, you know, not what is happening, but what are you doing, you know, and letting that be the reality, what He was doing. And, and um, there was flooding, you know, pretty immense flooding in, in Bixby and at Araba. And um, so, you know, you have some moments where it's a little like Armageddon, you know, and then as you really are looking at what are you doing, Papa, what what are you about right now? It just felt such the reminder that that's always the first question, because the world's going to do what the world does, and what the world does is reveals the need of God. Like, that's what happens when things get wonky and you know you can kind of look at the time frame and it it may not feel it may feel less than it has in different time periods you know even recently especially recently where we've been talking about these things but i think for you and i we were recognizing kind of an ebb and flow of the the world revealing the need of god you know and so we were feeling very much that the the in and out of it, like, you know, COVID kind of seeped back onto our shore um, after we hadn't seen it present among us here for just a minute. I mean, it hasn't been that long, but it's been a minute and you can start to take those sighs of relief and and what we're really meant for is inhales and exhales, where we're continuously drawing him in and and giving that breath back. And so but we were seeing that ebb and flow and the just the draws that the way when when something comes back in or goes back out, the enemy is there trying to draw us to something different. To um, make us feel like it's a it's a different thing or a different experience, but it's really that as we're recounting who God is, there is going to be this effort to to do again and again the things that might try to draw us away from from 
who God is and from His heart. And so, being just watchful of that, to, to live drawn, to really know what your false draws are. Uh, a few weeks ago at Rosh Hadesh, we had a, a time where we were praying, the ladies were praying together, and this uh, was said about, like, when you sow, you must gather. And so that's part of what sewing does, right? It gathers things together and and makes them into one thing. And um, and so what part of what we were praying is to really to be watching our false draws, the things that we get drawn to that don't allow us to be one, but actually take us away from what God's really doing right now. Because that's, you know, I loved the word remain. That's we want to remain in what He's doing. And, you know, instead of being drawn to anything else and realizing that when He's revealing the need, when the world is revealing the need of God, you know, of who He is, what He's doing is gathering, you know, and that was one of the pictures when we were praying, it was Papa as the needle. He is drawing, you know, He's drawing to Him and inviting us to uh, be the thread in the needle, you know, so people see no matter what, whether we're in an ebb or a flow of the things that happen in the world, there's a source, you know, there is, there's a place to dwell with Him. And so it's just been such a lovely time of testimony, of just recounting what's true. And, you know, I think in what you're saying, we're, we are in Shemitah in a time where we're, we're harvesting and we're not sowing so much. Um, we have seed for when we're out of Shemitah. And so thinking about tending to the seeds He's planted, but also there may be some recognition of seed we have sown in the past that isn't bearing good fruit. And those are some of those places that we get drawn out, you know, either by not wanting to look at it or not, um, not even recognizing it, but really asking for the ability to see our harvest, like, and to see the places where maybe we did sow something that we weren't meant to. And it has grown things, but not fruitful things, and being able to just pray through that and um, and be restored to testimony. So, kind of following the line of last week where I was talking about things I've been tending to, the one I'm, I'm tending right now is testimony and and the power of that because of what the testimony truly is, no matter what thing he did there's there's a complete and utter truth that's the foundation of it and it's that he restores he redeems any of the testimonies we have are a sign of that he restores he redeems he gives place for return there's nothing um there's nothing that can't be touched by that testimony of who he is and so I was, we've talked about it in podcasts before, but that the, the tabernacle was also called, it had numerous names. Um, it was the tabernacle of meeting, uh, 
Tabernacle of Witness, the House of the Lord. Um, it was called different things, a sanctuary, but something, a name that it had was the Tabernacle of Testimony. And it was interesting because it didn't receive that name until after the golden calf. So remember, the Israelites, they come out of captivity, and they were living a life where they were just trying to not do the wrong thing. <laughs> you know, I mean, God was there. They knew God was there. But, but during the plagues and all of that, He was showing Himself um, in a way they hadn't been able to recognize him for a bit. So they were, they were kind of focused on their slavery instead of their freedom. They were not really considering what they were still free to do, which was worship the Lord. So when they came out of exile, they were, remember, this was the birth of a people. This was the birth of a nation. And so they were, they were not really experienced in experiencing the Lord fully. You know, He was in, in pockets in, in their captivity, and they didn't, you know, throw Him out of their pockets. But to experience Him in fullness, they were, they were new at it. They were young at it. You know, they were, they were an infant people. And so, they, um, they have this experience now in the wilderness where they, they just try to make something tangible because they've come from exile where every god that, those, that the Egyptians worshipped was tangible. It was a physical representation. And so they want to focus on the Lord, you know, and that really was their heart. And they see this, this no that they've said, you know, to going up and being fully in His presence. So they try to create what they what what was familiar in their exile which was idols you know a physical representation and the lord wanted them to mature to a place where they knew they were never without him and they didn't need a physical thing to know that they knew it by relationship and so then there's the ark of the covenant which also had the name of Ark of the Testimonies. And so the idea of that was that he was always present. It wasn't that they had to be able to see the Ark, you know, because it was in um, a unique place in the tabernacle, but that they would never forget. And so we were just talking about that this week that, you know, during the beginning of COVID, and, and there were so many things in that, that uh, time period. It wasn't just COVID. It was a, a growing awareness of, of racial injustice and social injustice and, and um, our responses and lack of and, you know, all of that. There was so much in that that was all come together, which made it feel like such an intense time. And, and we had the invitation to be in the ark. And then we had a day that came when we knew we were being invited out of the ark. And what I was seeing is we now have an ark of the covenant, the ark of testimonies. And it's not a, 
you know, something made of of gold and that we, you know, have on a leader and we carry from place to place, except um, it's the purified place in each of us because the Ark of the Covenant is to reside in the temple and we're the temple. And so that Ark we resided in now carries all the testimonies, all the things He did in those days. And it's a place to stay drawn. Those testimonies are a place to stay drawn in worship to who He is so that we're not drawn out. We're drawn in, not out. And so no no, uh, no in and out of, of circumstances, no in and out of condition, no in and out of the world's need for Him can draw us away from Him being the only one to meet that need and us wanting to carry the truth of that to all the places that need Him. And so, um, just in seeing in Hebrew what that, the Ark of the Covenant, what it means, is it, it means to bear witness. The Ark of the Testimony means to bear witness. And it comes from a root word that means to restore so we carry the testimony of restoration. We carry the testimony of, of redemption. But it's, you know, we're meeting Papa in bearing witness because He's bearing witness to the truth that He will never leave us. And we get to bear witness to the truth that we will never leave Him. We will remain and be drawn, stay drawn, gathered. This is a big amen and hallelujah. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're, you've always been our champion of testimonies. I'm glad that to have the testimonies. <laughs> glad that Papa said that through you. That's really cool. You know, I think, I think if, if the arc of our testimonies is our hearts, you know, everywhere that we go, um, we have at the at the ready at the at the tip of our tongue a testimony that tells someone of the goodness of God. And you, you look back, you know, some of the countless times that we've had interactions with people, it's always been the testimonies that that got them. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't a preaching. It was just a testimony, and people were like, wait, 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 what? And uh, and certainly, how else to say the goodness of God is the nature of God is the is are the things God has done, and we have so many. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just just realizing what we get to truly reveal, because the the enemy, why does he try to draw us out? Well, he wants to expose us so it looks like we're alone. You know, that's it, to look like we're alone. So then somebody begins to say, where is your God? Where, you know, what about this thing you said? What about this? And and that's not, you know, he can come in and out with the water, but we're in the ocean. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we have the ocean and and it's full of his goodness and, and the waves of who He is and who we get to be. And so, 
you know, as you've been talking a lot this week about those distractions, those draws, and and recognizing them in your own heart. And I've, I've so appreciated that, um, just your vulnerability with me about it, because um, it, you know, it really brought an awareness to me of how we can get complacent, you know, which the opposite of complacent isn't like on guard, you know, it's not like being ready for war all the time. It's, it's being ready to respond in any moment. And so I, I really treasured the reminder to be ready to respond. Um, Cause we do know the difference between his movement and any, anybody else's. And so being able to be moved, you know, towards him in all things. I've, I just have appreciated that as we've been healing and, um, and restoring in different ways. So, yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Yay. Well, we want to give a congratulations to Nations and Paim. Congratulations. Who got married over the weekend. They did. We, got to, we didn't get to go, but we got to watch, and it was lovely mm. in all the ways. And since we're so close to Wednesday... We should say happy birthday to the one who has a birthday tomorrow, <laughs> which is Wednesday, and that is Emmy Hope. Yay. Way to go, Emmy. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy fifth birthday, Emmy Hope. We we haven't gotten to see her for days and days, so we uh, can give a little shout out, but we love you all. We are very hopefully headed to Cyprus. Um we, we definitely hope <laughs> yes, so. <laughs> yes. So we don't know what podcasts will look like, I think, which was part of why we wanted to really get to to touch base with you this week. Um, we're hoping to maybe do one while we're there, and uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We, we don't know what we're doing most of the time when it comes to this, so we can't make any guarantees. But, yep. Yep. But no matter what, we'll talk to you soon. Yes, we will. <laughs>